0: <laughs> Welcome. This is 2 OGs. 2 O guys. And we are now serving you episode 14 titled Do You Have the Right Mindset? Alright y'all, welcome back to Two OGs, and um, you know, I'm going to just jump right into it, you know, the title of uh, this week's episode of course is, Do You Have the Right Mindset? So, and with that being said, do you have the right mindset um, to be in a relationship, to be a wife, to be a husband, right? Um, do you have the right mindset? Are you ready? Or do you present worst-case scenarios? Okay? Do you assume the worst? The worst possible case first? Is that your go-to? You always assume in, and in your assumptions, you go to the worst case scenario, right? You go into every new relationship, assuming, that's the key, assuming the worst possible outcome. You go in looking, looking okay you go in looking for red herrings red flags all of that that's some that that's really some sad ass shit seriously and and it's possibly because most of you got unrealistic and or unrealistic expectations An unrealistic reality is the reality you live in a fantasy world, a fictional world, a perpetual movie, right? Or, or here's a second. You have unresolved issues you haven't dealt with. You know like uh the kind you deal with in therapy. In therapy. You got to remember, okay? When I when I do these things, with these episodes, one one of the keys you got to always remember is waffles and spaghetti. Okay, so something funny happened um, in my preparation for this particular episode when we talk about do you have the right mindset? And upon researching, which is something I always do regardless of what I'm talking about, you know, I let my fingers do the talking and get on the internet and, you know, I don't like to speak about things. Um without having researched them or have some, at least a a, a general-based knowledge of what I'm talking about before I actually get into talking about it. I don't just, you know, hop on here and just start talking, you know, regardless if uh, someone or people agree or disagree. uh, I'm not coming from a, a perspective of, the drunk uncle <laughs> you know what I mean and sometimes I do be sipping you know but still like I've done the research I've taken the notes you know like I read the articles you know I'm you know I'm I'm doing it for real so but something funny happened and that is when I was researching and I'm reading different articles about um, the qualities that people, um, want what what single people want um generally speaking of course um what constitutes a good relationship or a good marriage you know depending on what you're looking for and in the reading of articles or the researching like i came across i came across a particular article that kind of stuck with me and it like kind of it kind of made me blend. The episode, so to speak, because uh, I didn't want to do away with um, the outline that I had for the episode. So I kind of, I kind of wanted to kind of like mold it, you know, in, or make it like a hybrid, and and bring this article in because um, it it had a few solid points, and it was interesting to me because a woman wrote it. And the uh, doctor that reviewed it was also a woman, you know? So I found that interesting, which which I didn't know initially. I just, you know, clicked, um, I believe it was an, um, 10 th- things, things that make a good wife or something like that, like, you know, and it was like one of the things that popped up and it was actually like, I want to say like, Twenty things that make a good wife and I was like okay like what is this about you know so I click on the article and I read it and I found myself mostly agreeing I mean I I, I didn't really go through all 20 I mean I did look at all 20 but you know um, for the the um, continuity of the episode I'm not going to talk about all 20 points or all 20 things that constitute a good wife right um there were like 10 that i felt as a man these are things that i feel like universally not only do apply um to my baseline philosophy but i think most men would probably probably agree with you know and and then some of them they're like i made maybe like up to 15 but even those were like kind of like repetitive, you know, like we running out of things to, uh, to say now we making up stuff, like, because, you know, we don't actually really know what men think because we probably didn't really ask, uh, a, wa- a varying range of men, uh, for the survey. Um, but I, I do have, you know, my, um, my, uh, sources, and uh, I'll I'll give them um at the end I guess of the episode but for now you know that's that's where we're going to be headed okay we're going to get into um having the right mindset to not only be this and and I'm across I'm a, I'm across it with not only what Um, what it would take to be a good wife, but also as a man to be a husband or what you should be looking for. That's more that's more what I'm interested in, you know, to tell men that it's okay to have standards if you're single out here and if you want to be married, um, that's. I think that's a good thing. You know, I really do. But there are certain criteria that um, it's okay as a man uh, for you to require, to look for, to have standards. Because uh, I can guarantee you your counterpart, whoever she might be or may be, she definitely has some standards. You know, um, they might not be as high. They might be higher than they should be but um, they're not going to make any bones about expressing to you or, in generally speaking, expressing to men whatever those standards may be and how you might fall short, okay? So the flip side of that is um, you having your own set of standards and being okay with um, expressing them. And not allowing anyone to shame you because that's your nature. That's your nature to have those standards. And uh, it's what makes you feel comfortable and most happy. Um, it's all right. It's all right on both sides. So we're about to get into that. Okay. 15. No, 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 no. I'll take that back. 10. 10 things Then make up a good wife. All right. So, in actuality, it's eleven qualities of a good wife. Okay, eleven. That's what I'm going to give you. And I'm also going to go into somewhat, some detail um, about each one. Okay? So, 11 qualities of a good wife. Number one, express your love. Express your love. Right? What does that mean? What what about express? Right? What does that mean? What's the definition of express? To convey a thought or feeling in words or by gestures and conduct. Okay? To convey a thought or feeling in words by gestures or conduct. So, obviously, right, if you've, excuse me, if you've exchanged nuptials, right, you're married, it's safe to say for sake of argument that you love your spouse. That's why you got married. Wherever you might be right now with it, that's initially why you got married, right? That's why you said those vows. That's why you chose to marry that person. Is because you love them, okay? But is that enough? Hmm? Is it enough? You see, a relationship thrives on the expression of that love. The expression. Okay? Meaning show. That's very important. It's very important. It should be. uh, For all my young brothers out there, all the young men, um, it's easy for one to say they love you. Even the young couples too. I I left that out. Young couples, young brothers, young men, young couples out there. It's easy to say you love a person, but do the actions, right? Do the actions match the words do the actions that's what we that's that's where the truth lies okay that's where the truth is do they align do the words align with the actions if someone says they love you and you compute that in your mind, in your brain, that a person loves you, then you must match the action with the words. Do they align? Seriously. Okay. So number two. Number two is... Communicate. Right? Communicate. And that that might sound like it goes without saying. You might think that, right? But you got to understand that men and women communicate differently. We do. And that's okay to say. You know why? Because we're different. Okay? Okay? that's just the facts we're different so we we definitely communicate differently you know there there can't be any of that uh, you just supposed to know you just supposed to know you supposed to know what it is can't be any of that You got to have open communication, right? And I'm I'm sure some of y'all don't even know what open communication is, you know? You have no idea what I'm talking about. And simply put, uh, open communication is just where you tell your partner exactly what you think Exactly what you feel, right? Exactly what you think. No innuendo, okay? No metaphors, no telekinesis, okay? No mind reading, (laughs) right? You tell them, you say it exactly what you think verbatim and exactly whatever you feel you avoid the silent treatment yeah we can't do that we're not mind readers we're not and I guarantee you the type of the type of Male that I'm speaking to wouldn't even attempt to do it. We're not trying to read no minds. I'm not even going to sit up here and say that that's uh, an ability that I've acquired over all of these years. In any relationship, have I ever had the ability? to read one's mind nor have I ever attempted it's not even something I've tried to do or even thought about that's just not in my nature it's not so number one is express your love number two is communicate number three is be supportive yeah yeah it that's true be supportive and being supportive it's not a it's not just about uh being there okay it's about it's about appreciation it's about praise yeah we like to feel good too everybody likes praise everyone likes to hear how great and amazing they are especially if they also hear how ridiculous and ignorant they are you know got to be balance got to have a balance you know and and and, and 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 in turn i'll i'll also say that that being supportive it doesn't always feel good because we believe in tough love over here. We do. So being supportive of someone, being supportive of of me, being supportive of you as a man should not always mean um, I'm telling you, someone's going to tell you something to make you feel good. But we already know that. But it still goes with that. We got to say it. We do. You know, because I, I don't want it to be misconstrued That when I when I say being supportive, that it's taken in such a way that oh it's coddling or you know you want somebody to be your mother or whatever bullshit okay like that's not what I'm talking about because being supportive uh, it works it goes both ways you know being supportive doesn't mean you just there when you just there you know. Seriously. I, I always talk about tough love, so being supportive is also saying the the uncomfortable truth. You know, you know that, that goes a long way. It really does. So with that, I guess, you know, we can move on to number four, which is this this is gonna get some laughs. I know it is. This is going to get some laughs, but it's, it's super, uh, I think it's important. Number four is be his best friend. Right? It's the truth. And to me, this is something that I got marked way up there. This is probably the most important thing right here. You know, and uh, speaking... I'm going to use myself as an example because um, being a married man myself uh, for 16 years, um, almost 17 years, um, you know, my wife is my best friend. That's the most important thing. I've never had a relationship where uh, the woman is actually... My friend, like I consider her one of my, if not my closest friend, one of my closest friends. You know, I think it's important for males to have male friends also. But, you know, um, when you're talking about getting married, you're if you're considering marrying a woman, she should definitely, definitely be high up on the list as far as friendship goes, for men, because we don't have a lot of friends. We don't, you know, real men don't. Um, because we tend to um, dwell. Well, oh, that's, that's pretty harsh when I say dwell. Um, but to be solid, solitary creatures, you know, we have plans. You know, you have to work on your plans. You have to fulfill your plans you have to create goals for yourself, and a lot of times it means you you got to distance yourself, you know, um, because everyone's plan is not the same. Every man's path and plight is not the same, and um, that's okay. We could still be friends, but you know, uh, we gotta we gotta do what we got to do. So I think that's very important. You know, and and likewise, likewise, Um, I would call it the most important thing is BBF violations, right? You know, best friend violations. You know, um, there are certain things, conversations, obviously, you have with your male, your man friends that you would never have with your wife. Seriously, you just wouldn't. You just can't do that. That's why it's important for you to have male friends in the first place because you just can't share everything, you know? You talk too much, women gonna lose respect for you every time, you know? But there are certain things, you know, you might share with your woman that no one else knows. So that's what I mean by uh, BBF, or I'm sorry, BBF, what is that? BFF <laughs> violations, you know? Violations of secrets, you know, is a is a mortal sin. Seriously, that that shit like sometimes uh, that can like mortally wound a relationship, and then sometimes you can get. I won't say you get over it, but you can forgive. You know, you can forgive those type of violations, but they definitely will never be forgotten. Seriously. You know, and, and, and with that with that being said too also with number four, uh your being being your his best friend or being our best friend, I would also like to tell my fellas like your woman for the most part should not approve of your friends. Seriously. I'ma say that again. Your woman should not approve of your friends. I like that better. I really do. There's no reason and and that's not... That's a blanket statement. So, I mean, I guess there, there are certain exceptions. But my point to saying that is that... Um, I, I really am not interested in my wife being friends with my friends, with my guy friends. That's not something that I'm into for the most part. Okay? I mean, if we're all cohabitating, we're all going out together... Yeah, it's cool for you to tolerate each other and everything. That's to be respectful. That's great. But uh, as far as uh, being friends, like, nah. You know what I mean? My friend is my friend regardless. Regardless. And that's where we leave it. So I'm not really interested with... uh, You know, my people, people have this notion that, you know, oh, I don't I don't like uh, she doesn't like my friends. So what? Who cares? Who cares? Right. Seriously. All right. And this one goes number five to me sounds sounds a little wild, but it's the truth. Number five is respect the person he is. She should respect who you are already. Already. Who you are when you met, right? You was a fully formed person, an adult male. That's how you come to the relationship. A fully formed, functional adult male. Okay? Right? So it shouldn't really be about changing me or you or molding you into some perfect man to fit in a box to check a box. That's the truth. That's the absolute 100% truth. seriously like you you're a you're a grown up so the person you are should be respected from the gate not the person not the person someone would imagine you to be or think you should aspire to be what if you're happy being who you are what if that's the person she's meeting? The person that's happy and secure with who he is and perfectly fine being himself. Okay? Number six is she shows interest in your interests. Think about it. Think about it. Like I said earlier, men and women communicate differently, right? So if we accept that as a uh, a baseline truth that men and women are different and we communicate differently, we have different interests, and a person shows interest in your interests, this stimulates conversation. okay? It does. And a lot of time we hear women say that they want a man that can that will talk. Right? That'll talk. When really I feel what they want is a man to listen while they talk. hmm And be genuinely interested in the things that they want to talk about. And that's a recipe for disaster, I'm gonna tell you why. Cuz most men gonna shut down. We don't care about the real uh housewives of Atlanta. Okay? So, that don't mean you got to go out here and um go overboard to the to the highest level of extreme being interested in things that uh your dude is interested in, or, um, that doesn't mean, uh, fellas, that your woman got to root for the same team as you or whatever nonsense. Okay. Like I said, it's about balance, you know, but you know, women, women want a man that will talk and the best way for him to talk is to show interest in his interest it will allow him to feel comfortable and be excited, excited about verbal communication. Verbal communication, right? It's gonna stimulate him to talk. We gonna we gonna get him going, you know. And that's important. But that's all, that, that's that's uh, that's that's almost like a unicorn, right there. Because I'm telling you, because. Most of the times, women ain't gonna be interested in uh, in your interests. They might pretend to be at the beginning, but uh, in the in the long run, you know, like I said, um, for the most part, they want a man uh, to talk about to talk about, well, well, really to listen while they talk, you know, and be genuinely interested while they talking about whatever nonsense. Okay. so number seven is respect his need for space. Right. Respect his need for space. Now, this is a concept. Women have a hard time with space. Right. They don't get that space. What are we talking about? You don't want to be around me. What? You don't love me. But that's because women are social creatures, though. They are. They're social creatures. And they're, they're far better um, s- with social interaction than, than us men are. You know, seriously, um, generally speaking. You know, so they, they don't understand that. You know, but as men, we do tend to need space, Sometimes in solitude to be alone to and and nothing could be wrong, you know, to think, to um, to, to to work, to write, to read, to to uh, be in thought, to contemplate, whatever. You know, we need that. Uh, I, I think it's a form of a decompression for some. Right. For most, actually. Because I'll go there. You know, like definitely um, it's where I do uh, most of my deepest thinking or critiquing is when I am uh, solitary or, you know, w- with with myself in my own thoughts, you know, or reading or writing or whatever, researching, you know, Seriously. So with that, I'm going to take a little break, man. Got to make me another drink. I'm about to sip something. And I'll come back. And uh, I guess we're at 7. I'll pick it up from there and uh, finish this thing on out. All right? Two OGs, we out. Okay, so number 8 is definitely a key component. Okay? okay? To not only being but as a man to finding yourself. A good wife. This this is a key component quality definitely. And it is She should listen. Oh, man. She should listen. Okay. Y'all know me. You know, I like, I feel words matter. They do. You know, so we should be clear when we say certain words. Um. I love to give definitions because that way. Whatever I'm saying, it can't be misconstrued because I'm giving the actual definition to the word or to the point that I'm making. So when I say listen, okay, when I say listen, I know that listening or listen means to take notice of and act on what someone says. to respond to advice or a request. Okay, to take notice of and act on what someone says. To respond to advice or a request. Okay, listening. It's critical for effective open communication. It is critical. It's essential. Okay? You cannot be a bad listener and be a good communicator. You can't. It's not possible. Okay? In order to create... to in, in order to communicate Openly and effectively, you must be a good listener. She must be a good listener. You must definitely be a good listener. Seriously. And let me just make one thing clear, okay? Listening. Being a good listener, listening, it does not mean that you must agree. Okay? So listening is not even about that. It's not. It's it's definitely not you know it has nothing to do with agreeing with a person it simply means that whatever they're expressing expressing to you you're taking full stock of okay <clears throat> okay it, it's super imperative that you listen that she listens to comprehend not to respond okay these are things that are tiny tiny or might be considered minute but yet still they're red flags they're signs okay you gotta take heed to them Because you have so much to lose. You really do. So it behooves you to take these things into consideration. Number nine, she should be appreciative. She should be appreciative. You should recognize the signs of an appreciative person. It's the little things. The little things, the most minute. As a man, you should take notice to. We want to be loved too seriously that shit may sound funny (laughs) you can laugh if you want to but is it really that hard to believe is it I mean if it is you should grow up you not ready she not ready Definitely. Number 10, she should pick the right fights. She should pick the right fights. Seriously, what married couple doesn't fight? That's not on television. Well, hell, even even the ones on television nowadays... Uh, they fight more. They um, fight more than the ones not, right? Or at least just as much. Seriously, seriously. But you know, you you gotta ask: Is it worth it? The fight. Is it worth it? and this is something I put towards fellas too seriously what's stopping you from compromising? Is it trivial? How much of it is ego? You know that works both ways it's a a recognizable trait it could be a red flag either way Okay, either way So it's something to just be aware of. Picking the right fights. Everything is not a big deal. You hear what I said? I said everything is not a big deal. Okay? None of us can control everything. We can't. We can't. So I'm going to just say it. I'm going to just say it. Even control itself is an illusion, but that's, I'm going to get off on a whole nother, you know, maybe, maybe that's a different episode (laughs) about control. (laughs) We could talk about that at a later date, you know, seriously. So that's, that's number 10 is picking the right fights And number 11 is she should be honest. She should be honest. Okay? What does honesty mean? Free of deceit and untruthfulness. Sincere. That's the key word right there. Sincere. That's honesty. I mean, everybody got a past. Of course. Of course. But I feel like this practice, the practice of being honest and having open communication and being a great listener, it's going to help you. It's going to help you say important things. Especially things uh, related to Um, Intimacy, sex, like you got to be able to have those conversations. That's why being honest is an important being open, having open communication, saying what you feel, meaning what you say, expressing yourself, saying exactly what you want, not expecting someone to read your mind is the best course of action. If you're looking for a wife Or if you are a wife or husband, these are things that we must, we must continually work on and be better at and be focused on acutely. And via... RelationshipAmerica.com dot Relationship com. dot com. They did a survey, okay, and and in the survey they asked men and women. Um, they, they broke it up into two groups. The first group was uh, cohabitants, people that were obviously living together but not married. And then they did a focus group of single men and women, okay? And they asked them if they would like to be married, okay? And it's interesting that of the cohabitation um, surveyors, 60% of women that were in cohabitation relationships wanted to be married, ultimately. Only 51%, a little over half of men that were in uh, cohabitation relationships wanted to be married. And to me, that's a significant difference. <clears throat> 60% versus 51 And then they asked single men and women single not- uh, not dating anyone specifically or exclusively, okay, if they would like to be married fifty one percent of single women so a little bit over half of single women wanted to be married like that's to me that was kind of weird because it correlated to the <laughs> to me it correlated to the men who were in uh cohabitation relationships. Uh, it was the exact same percentage. So the amount of men that actually live with a partner versus the amount of single women who live alone, like they had the same view or same percentage wise, right? Like, I, I don't know. That just, that that kind of like, you know, amused me a little bit. Okay, so 51% of single women would like to be married. 42% of single men would like to be married someday. That's alarming to me. Seriously. Why don't men want to be married? Huh? It goes up, it goes up a little bit, you know, it goes up like eight, nine percent if they live, we living with you, like, okay, sure, all right, I could get married. But not significantly, seriously. So that, that really begs the question to me, like, why don't men want to be married? What's going on? Who's asking that question? Who's asking it? Who is answering it? Openly and honestly. Seriously. Because to me, like, something's going on there. There's definitely... <laughs> it's definitely a shift going on. No one is uh, willing or wanting to talk about, you know? Like, straight up. Like, that's something that... Had, it's going to have to be, it's going to be addressed one way or the other. Yeah, so that's pretty much it, you know. Uh, This has been probably my longest episode to date. Like, um, I'm quite sure it's going to be, you know, but um, with that being said, I'm going to just I said I would give my sources, you know, I mentioned one of them last segment was um, uh, relationship in America dot com. Right. That's where I got the uh, like to be married survey from. OK. And then momjunction.com. dot com. Okay, this is where I got my article from the um, 11 qualities of a good wife. It was momjunction.com. I kind of elaborated on most of them, but um, the article itself was 20. I think I believe it was 20, 20 qualities of a good wife, but I took from that. 11 actually. And I probably probably if I went if I do another podcast and like break it down further, I probably could take like maybe four of those things off. I can break it down a little bit further. Um I actually might might even do that, but um like I said, um the article was reviewed by I'm probably going to butcher the names but uh you know just bear with me you could google it look it up for yourself read the article like i said it's on momjunction.com that momjunction is one word.com but it was reviewed by uh Dr. Lourdes Monticon Garzel <laughs> MD MBA Sexual counselor. That's what it said. In the reference. It was published uh, November 20th, 2021. Written by Sananja Lagubda. Lagubda. Sananja Lagubda. For the Austin Institute for the Study of Family. Okay? so you you could look it up for yourself if you don't believe me but uh that's what it that's what it is that's what it was I uh, hope you all enjoyed the um the latest episode um and i'm gonna keep coming with content uh, i'm gonna keep shouting out my people shout out to the dead rabbits s c podcast Shout out to all the people listening to me. Uh, I want to shout out my sister. You can follow her at uh, C at CMZ News on Instagram. Um, she's one of my biggest supporters. Okay, so I'd appreciate that. Um, and listen, man, I'm getting a little bit more comfortable doing this thing right here. A uh, little bit more free spirited. Um new things are coming. Uh, I know I've said that before, but uh you just gotta bear with it, you know. It's a it's a slow grow. You know, it, the the drama is in the come-up, okay? America loves the underdog story, okay? And we definitely the underdogs. That's what's up. So with that being said, man, peace and blessings to everybody. Two OGs, we out.